People often ask me whether or not I think right now is a good time to invest in the stock market. And what I hear when people ask me this is, if I invest in these current market conditions, can I get rich or would I be throwing my money away? And truth be told, I never really know how to answer that question because personal finance is personal and different situations call for different actions. But what I do know is there's a better question that everyone thinking about investing should be asking, and that's, am I in a good enough financial position to withstand the ups and downs of the market over the long term, or would investing right now be a risk that's not worth taking? To answer that question, I'm going to share seven steps you need to take before you start investing. Let's get to it. The first thing you need to do before you start investing is to define your goals and priorities. Now, if you are married, you and your spouse should know why you're wanting to invest. Even if you're single, this is a great exercise for you to do. Asking yourself questions like, what goals do I have for my money? And what's the timeline for reaching those goals can help you get clear on this. And you have to get really clear on your purpose because clarity of purpose creates clarity of priorities. In other words, different investment goals require different actions. See, a real estate investor looking for immediate cash flow may be interested in totally different properties than an investor that's looking for long-term appreciation. Investing isn't a get-rich-quick strategy either, so you should consider using a high-yield savings account for money you may need within the next five years or so. Short-term goals like saving for a vacation or a down payment on a house you plan to buy in two years are usually best saved for in a high-yield savings account. But if you're in your 20s and you need to set money aside for retirement, investing in the market could be a fantastic step for you and your money. It really all just starts with you being clear on your financial goals. The second step in the process is to get caught up on all of your monthly bills. Consistently being late on your regular monthly bills could be indicative of a monthly cash flow problem. And see, if you're behind on your monthly bills, your number one priority needs to be coming up with a plan to get caught up and staying that way. This could come in the form of more income or lower expenses, but you should not be investing money you really don't have. And if you can't take care of your monthly bills, then you really don't have the money to be investing. Viewing investment returns as a kind of get out of jail free card is a really bad strategy that comes from short term thinking when solid investing is a long term play. So get yourself on some solid ground by getting caught up on all your bills before you even think about starting investing. Number three, pay off your consumer debt. Consumer debt is anything you owe money on that isn't a mortgage. That means car loans, student loans, credit cards, personal loans, and the list goes on. According to Debt.org, the average American has about $8,400 in just credit card debt. If you're being charged 18% interest, paying off that $8,400 balance is a guaranteed 18% return on your money. Now, the average rate of return for the S&P 500 for the last 40 years sits around 11% or so, which doesn't even come close to that 18%. So make sure you're prioritizing paying off your debt, especially high interest debt. 
Paying off consumer debt also frees up extra cash flow so you can start investing even more. And finally, having no liabilities gives you the confidence to keep investing and not be tempted to withdraw money from your investments during these inevitable market downturns. Investing while deep in high interest consumer debt really is gambling. So prioritize paying it off before you start thinking about investing. Number four, get adequate insurance. A financial disaster can wipe out everything you've worked hard and saved your money for. That's why it's not enough to play good offense and just invest and make more money. You need to be playing defense and protecting your money as well. See, the leading cause of bankruptcy in America is medical emergencies. This means that financially speaking, quality healthcare insurance is a need and should take priority over investing. Now, there are a few more insurance plans you should have in place to protect you and your family. In addition to health insurance, you should have car insurance, homeowners or renters insurance, life insurance, and long-term disability insurance. The very last thing I'd want is for you to reach your financial goals, have some kind of emergency situation, and then have all of your hard work go down the drain because you didn't prioritize one of these insurance policies. So make sure you protect everyone in your household with good quality insurance. If you feel clueless when it comes to insurance and you just need to know kind of how to pick good plans for a reasonable amount, head over to winningtowealth.com slash guide and download the ebook. In there, there is an insurance section and I lay out all the plans I just mentioned above. I teach you some of the key terms you need to know, and I even provide some of my favorite companies to shop for these coverages with. So again, go to winningtowealth.com slash guide, and I'll be sure to put that in the episode description as well. Number five, you need to have at least six months of expenses saved before you start investing. See, sometimes life really gets in the way of our best laid out plans. When I was in my 20s, I used to carry this credit card for emergencies, and I ended up using that credit card to get through some really tough life situations that were just inevitable. And by the time we got married, my wife and I had about $20,000 in credit card debt combined. Now, had we taken the time to build up emergency funds, we could have handled those events as they popped up and been able to invest and grow our net worth a lot sooner than we did. So before we started investing, we built up an emergency fund in a high yield savings account. And in this account, we saved up six months of our necessary expenses, which again, I recommend you start with. Your emergency fund is important because it keeps you from withdrawing money from your investments to cover things that you need that pop up in life. And without an emergency fund, you could be forced right back into consumer debt or again, have to withdraw money from a retirement account. And both of these come with a cost in the form of interest or fees and taxes. So do yourself a favor and make sure you have money set aside so that when those tough times do come, you can not just keep investing, but you can actually protect your investments and let that money keep growing as well. Number six is just learn some of the basics of investing. Now, you don't need to be an investing guru to get started, but before you get started, you do need to educate yourself on some of the basics. Like, do you know the difference between an index fund and an ETF? Or what about the difference between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA? Or why you should go with a fee-only advisor if you want to have an advisor? What about asset allocations? 
you need to take some time to familiarize yourself with some of these basics. Now, you can do this by finding and listening to more personal finance podcasts just like this one, or you can read books like The Bogleheads Guide to Investing or something along those lines. The Libby app is a great place to check out books for absolutely free. You can also head over to winningtowealth.com slash neighbors, where you can join our private online community and ask your investing questions. Here's something I want you to do. I want you to put a reminder on your phone to set aside just 30 minutes every single day to learn a little bit more about investing so that when it's time, you're making informed decisions that are actually aligned with your goals. Lastly, always remember to only invest in things that you understand well enough to teach to someone else. And that's even if you plan to hire an advisor. I remember when cryptocurrency was like the hottest topic in personal finance a few years ago, but people didn't really understand it. And a lot of folks lost a ton of money on that. So take the time to learn the ins and outs because doing this can keep you from being taken advantage of or making a colossal mistake. Last but certainly not least, you need to actually implement your strategy. So once you have the knowledge, it's time to take action. If you determine that you need to work with a fee-only advisor, you need to set up meetings to get to know them. If you plan to go the DIY route, then you need to get the right accounts open and start making contributions. The absolute worst thing you can do, though, is not take advantage of the knowledge you've gained during your research period and not actively start investing. A lot of people make that mistake. They read all these books and they take all these courses and listen to all these podcasts, but they never actually take action with their own finances. And I don't want that to be the case with you. So put the things you've learned and your newfound cash flow to work so that you can start building wealth for your family. In conclusion, I totally understand why a lot of you guys really want to jump into investing right now. Like if the market's on the way up, you definitely want to ride that wave to get more gains. And if it's on the way down, you want to jump in at a lower cost, right? So there's like always this reason to want to invest. And again, it makes total sense, but neglecting to build a strong foundation with the steps I just laid out for you could lead to total financial disaster. Now, I mentioned a lot of resources and tools in this Money Talk, so if you want to check some of those out, head over to the show notes, which you can find at winningtowealth.com slash MTM16. I will be sure, again, to put that link in the episode description, but that is winningtowealth.com slash MTM16. But thanks again for listening to another Money Talk Monday. We'll talk soon. 